Welcome to Small Stories About Big Things, where each week we are committed to discovering a little bit more about life, one story at a time. I'm your host, Bobby Holm Lippert, and today's story is The Goggles Always Leak Eventually. A few weeks ago, new swim goggles arrived in the mail, and within 24 hours, I was back in our local rec center's pool for some laps. It had been a few weeks since I last swam, largely because the previous goggles had been getting pretty foggy. And then they were starting to fill with water far too quickly. Fortunately, I'd done my due diligence with the new goggles. They had the all-important brand name, the easy custom-fit adjustments that ensured an impenetrable seal, and then some kind of slick material on the eye portion that is apparently so effective at repelling the possibility of fog from the goggles that you may as well be walking in the park on a clear day. I put the goggles over my eyes, jumped into the water, and began long freestyle strokes as my body adjusted to the cold rush. And for a few moments, the clarity was stunning. I forgot how nice it is to have goggles that actually allow for underwater sight. But by the end of the first few lengths, an old familiar thing began again. Fog was creeping in. Eventually, the growing fog was accompanied by the first droplet of water inside the goggles. It was not too long before near blindness quickly became the predominant underwater sensation. At that point, I began taking deeper inhales above water because my entire body was now working far harder to stay afloat and move forward. Shortly thereafter, I took my first break at the wall. I'm confident there are goggles out there that allow for a wonderful fog and water-free clarity for hours on end. In my two decades of recreational swimming, I have not found them. Whether sooner, later, or somewhere in between, the new goggles inevitably fog, leak, or both. What a genuine gift when we jump into the cold familiar of a new day, and this time with the clarity of great goggles. Right? The, the recent course we took, or the coaching we received, or the crisis we've now navigated. Maybe the counsel we heeded, the credential we earned, the conundrum we solved. Somehow, one or more of those brought to our life, our work, fresh 2020 vision. Great teachers, friends, siblings, coaches, counselors, preachers, books, poems, and songs, all in their own way, have been trustworthy goggles, which helped free a deep inner proclamation. I know what matters. I know who matters. I, I know where I'm going. And then we settle into the waters for 2,000 meters of forthcoming excellence. But every single time without fail, fog begins creeping back in. It doesn't matter how famous, wise, or trusted our goggles, how airtight the promise of the coaching course we took, or how slick the marketing that promised a path unto continual wealth, triumph, and adventure. Eventually, by way of external challenges or internal doubts, or just the latest pile of emails, laundry, and life, fog finds its way back in. Sometimes even droplets, then floods of life's water, 
get in and prove so problematic that we feel essentially blind. What was I doing again? Where are we going? Was it this way we need to go or, or, or was it that way or? What then? What do you say about the days when our bodies and our minds are using every last ounce of energy just to stay afloat in a pure fog? A thought crossed my mind while catching my breath at the pool wall. What if I didn't wear the goggles for a few laps? Honestly, it had been since my childhood days at the pool since I last swam any measure of a pool without goggles. The first few strokes were a pure disaster. I clenched my eyes closed to resist the chlorine water and the, and the general unknown. Eventually, though, I, I risked opening them, and immediately I, I startled myself with how much I could see. Sure, it was nothing close to a pristine snorkeling in the Caribbean kind of thing. Mostly it was wavy and hazy. But there's also plenty enough sight to catch the long black line running along the center of the swim lane. Soon enough, my arms, legs, and core came together in a measure of synchronicity. And with my eyes holding to the line below, I swam. Goggleless. Not exactly easy, definitely not lost, and definitely doable. Most especially because the long black line is ever thick and true. It even seemed to move toward me as I propelled forward. There's a line, a path, a way that is the true guide for each heart. It is not necessarily straight, but it is most definitely there. Annie Dillard called it your one necessity. She said, I, I think it would be well and proper and obedient and pure to grasp your one necessity and not let it go, to dangle from it limp wherever it takes you. Howard Thurman, he called the line the genuine sound within. He said, there is something in every one of you that waits and listens for the sound of the genuine in yourself. It is the only true guide you will ever have. And if you cannot hear it, you will all of your life spend your days on the ends of strings that somebody else pulls. Maya Angelou called it mother wit. She said, listen carefully to what country people call mother wit. In those homely sayings are couched the collective wisdom of generations. Anne Lamont called it what calls you from your heart and your spirit. She said, I believe in listening to what calls you from your heart and your spirit. And if you do it badly, like learning to dance, you do it badly or you're going to kick yourself when you grow old and you meant to do it. Van Gogh called it your profession. He wrote, your profession is not what brings home your weekly paycheck. Your profession is what you're put here on earth to do with such passion and such intensity that it becomes spiritual in calling. The Bible calls it the call of God, and it usually begins with God's voice calling a specific name, Abraham, Moses, Samuel, Martha, Saul. 
And in those seasons where the goggles are fogging or simply not available to help find a fresh and hold to the line, I do find we can nevertheless take heart. There is a kind of sight that our childhood eyes knew quite naturally. A kind of sight not afraid of the wavy, hazy ways of reality. A kind of sight equal parts foolhearted and inspiring in its belief that no matter the waters, the heart can find the line and navigate. Maybe today we pull to the side of the wall, take a deep inhale of fresh breath, and then dive back in amid the fog and flood, trusting our eyes to see afresh your one necessity, the genuine sound within. Mother wit, what calls you from your heart and your spirit, your profession, the call of God. The line that is not only holding steady, but it's almost like it's coming toward us and our whole being is now moving into a new synchronicity. Thank you for listening to another small story about big things. If you enjoyed the story, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. That helps us get these stories out into the world.